0: You're listening to the counterculture mom show. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. Stay tuned now as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert, Tina Griffin, helps you counter these messages and safely navigate today's pop culture chaos.
1: The documentary, Angels and Giants, The Watchers and the Nephilim, does an in-depth research on the influence of fallen angels, demons, and on the Earth's history. There is an insane amount of evidence for giants on the Earth, giants that were most likely the result of demons having sexual relations with human women, in an attempt to corrupt the seed of the woman and ruin the coming of the promised Messiah. Here's a glimpse of what this documentary entails.
2: There are stories in the Americas, most tribes from New Hampshire over to California talk about six-fingers, red-haired giants that were nine,
3: 10, 12 feet tall.
4: There's over 500 tribes just in the United States alone. One thing that is prevalent in all the stories is stories of giants. The Shoshani, the Bannock, and the Paiute Indians all got together and formed one army, chased about 60 giants into the cave down at Lovelock, and then they piled brush in front of the cave and they lit it on fire. The Native Americans didn't have anything nice to say about the red-haired giants.
2: They were cannibalistic, they
0: were
1: sexually perverse, sadistic.
4: Bite your head off, drink all the blood out of your body.
1: And throw the body down. Like popping a, a top off a of Coca-Cola. Hey, my brother's 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, this thing was a lot bigger than my brother.
4: We followed her downstairs into the basement, and then she opened this cabinet, and there were the bones.
5: You can see the face rock in front of us, that was the place where they hide the library. The books, the Dead Sea Scrolls, That among them we found the famous book of Enoch.
3: You have these beings who belong in the spiritual realm choosing to trespass and enter the natural realm in an illegal way.
0: Members of the divine realm were allowed to come through a portal from one dimension into our dimension. Up what they call Gilgal Rephaim, which translates loosely as Wheel of the Giants. So the reason why all this matters is because Bashan, which also means the land of the serpent, was the place where the giant Og reigned during the days of Moses. And Og's name can mean circle, and we're sitting here in a pile of 42,000 tons of stone circles that there's no way you can appreciate it unless you're high up in the sky.
3: Early Israelites identified it as the work of giants. Therefore, it seems sufficient to say that in its ancient context, circle of the giants is a better translation of Gilgal Raphaim. As you can
1: see, Satan uses whatever means he can in each generation to infiltrate the human race. Could artificial intelligence and the push for transhumanism be another tool of Satan trying to corrupt mankind in our present day? Dr. James Spencer is a theologian and Christian leader who helps individuals and organizations ask and answer the necessary questions so that they can move from where they are to where God desires them to be. James is also a regular instructor for Right on Mission, where he teaches courses including Developing the Christian Mind, Prophets and Whistleblowers, Secular Ideologies, Cultural Maturity, Civility and Incivility, and Biblical Interpretation. This is the Counterculture Mom Show. I'm your host, Tina Griffin. Get ready for some eye-opening info on artificial intelligence this week with Dr. James Spencer, president of the Moody Center. Dr. James, how are you doing today? Welcome back to the Counterculture Mom Show.
2: Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to have you back. You went through like the uh, rigorous process of picking out guests. I didn't even know it was you. And I'm like, this guy's got to come back on. And then I saw your face. I'm like, Yes. it's me it's you you rock you're like an expert in a lot of really important fields today so god has you in this lane for a reason in this day and age reaching the masses you and your wife, Kim, have been married since 1999 and have three kids. You enjoy weight training, running obstacle course races, and reading in your spare time. Like you've got spare time, but that's cool. <laughs>
2: that's right. That's right. On the occasion I get to do it, I, I do a little reading. So
1: Unbelievable. So while you're running your obstacle courses, your, your different races there, you're probably dreaming and thinking and researching in your head about AI. Tell us what in the world is artificial intelligence?
2: <laughs> well, artificial intelligence is all the rage today. It's a new technology really that is built on the idea that artificial or that machines can think in a way that is analogous to humans. Mm -hmm. And so I I phrase it like that because I think it's important that we understand that right now for artificial intelligence, there isn't sort of this uh, conscious, you know, being out there that has been created that exists in and of itself. These are still largely statistically oriented algorithms that are going out and finding a lot of different data, doing some really fast uh, statistics and probabilistic uh, calculations based on that data, and then feeding back answers to uh, questions or um, you know different uh, comments that are being made in, uh, in platforms like ChatGPT is a pretty popular one. And then yes. uh, recently, the U.N. just had a, a press conference with several humanoid AI enabled humanoid robots what? Um, where they did a Q&A. And so, yeah, they but they're they're largely conditioned on uh, what are called large learning, uh, large language models, large language models, LLMs. And uh, and essentially they are making extremely well educated guesses as to what word should come after another word. And so where we kind of learn language and think about our responses and what should come after and how to respond to someone else, the computers are doing that through a a really, really fast probabilistic and statistical algorithm.
1: Okay, that's just nuts. You have to give me a little more dirt on what you just said. You just dropped a a major bomb and kept flying through it. Give us some of the the debris on that bomb. Who met with robots and what were they discussing? (laughs)
2: So the the UN, uh, the United Nations uh, had a meeting with uh, artificial intelligence enabled humanoid robots is the way they were introduced. There were nine of them uh, there on a panel with their creators and uh, they talked a little bit. They answered questions from the audience and um, they they answered, you know, some of the questions like, is our AI uh, models going to take human jobs? Right, And they would give an answer to that. Um, They they asked whether uh, AI humanoid robots could be better leaders than human leaders. And the AI humanoids would give answers to that. And so it was a lot of range of questions and different answers that would come about. Um, The UN did it not because they're seeking wisdom, but just to get a feel for what the state of AI really is and to understand how a little bit better how these things work from an experiential perspective. I think that where AI is right now, it's rooted in scientism. It's just this sort of, let's get to as much neutrality as we possibly can. And um, that's, a, that's a perspective that has come through you know biblical interpretation and theological interpretation throughout the various ages and eras. Mm-hmm. And it's just not really possible. There's no way for us to occupy a disinterested space. And so when we come at data we're automatically looking at it, not just as what does the data say, but we're also asking the question, which data is relevant?
1: That's exactly it.
2: And so the AI is always going to have to pick, no matter how much data it has available to it, it could have infinite amounts of data that we could never process in our entire lives. It's still going to have to sort of pick and select out of that data to summarize and give an understanding of what exactly it means, what it wants to communicate. That process creates a bias that often we don't identify, but is always really there.
1: Right. I don't see AI being created by Jesus. I just have a hard time with that because you have Chat GPT spitting out that Jesus was not the creator. He's not the Son of God. So basically, if you're using Chat GPT for anything other than checking spelling, everybody believe the opposite, and you'll be headed the right direction. Um, I know there are some benefits, but it's it's a very scary time we're living in. So why don't we roll some footage of the dirt you just talked about here, and then we can uh, m- roll on with the interview. This is very interesting. Check this out, people. Put your seatbelt on.
5: A press conference was held by robots. This cannot be too much of a surprise for anyone granted the words are coming out of my mouth. Hi there. Nadine High is my creator. Hello. You're watching In Depth with Ayala. So get this. A panel of robots told reporters in Switzerland that they could be more efficient leaders than human beings. I believe that humanoid robots have the potential to lead with a greater level of efficiency and effectiveness than
3: human leaders.
5: Nine artificial intelligence-enabled, humanoid social robots were asked questions by reporters at a Geneva conference center. These robots explained that they wouldn't take anyone's job or stage a rebellion. I will be working alongside humans to provide assistance and support and will not be replacing any existing jobs. Conference organizers at the United Nations Driven AI for Good Global Summit did not specify to what extent their responses were scripted or programmed. Some of the robots are capable of producing pre-programmed responses. The United Nations Development Program's first robot innovation ambassador, named Sophia, sometimes relies on responses scripted by a team of writers at Hanson Robotics. I believe that the best way to tackle the issue of poverty and inequality is to invest in education, job training, and infrastructure. Healthcare robot Grace and rock star robot Desdemona were also in attendance. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Um, Dr. James,
1: please pray for me tonight as I try to fall asleep after watching all that business. You, how should we as Christians think about artificial intelligence?
2: So I think there's a couple of things that we should really be aware of. The the first thing is um, we need to realize that right now, and I want to emphasize the right now, artificial intelligence is just a tool. It's just like Microsoft Word or Google or anything like that that we use. And so while it's not neutral, it, it is going to have an impact on the way that we interact with one another. It isn't the sort of iRobot or Matrix scenario that is you know, popular in science fiction, right? We're, we're yeah. not in danger of... Yeah, not yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we're not in danger of Skynet coming back and Arnold Schwarzenegger coming back as the Terminator. Like None of that is happening right now. These are just really interesting tools that are demonstrating the capacity that we have as a technological society to build these little models and machines that can give us really quick answers and interact with us in a way that is more human than uh, or more human-like than previous iterations of our technology right so that's that's really the state of ai right now um, i actually think the things that we should be more concerned with are um, number one on the technological side deep fakes um, we very seldom talk about deep fakes when we talk about artificial intelligence. ChatGPT is, is. Well, deep fakes are basically where um, it can happen in audio or video, and so someone could clip your eyes voice. They've got more than three seconds of our oh, voices. Yes. And they could re re basically not recreate. They could create. Yes. Conversations that quote unquote we're having in our voices that we've never had. Yes. And so um, they can do that with audio and with video with an increasing level of of sophistication such that it's difficult to tell what is real and what is actually artificially created.
1: My prayer is that the rapture happens before that mess so less people are distracted and deceived. But that's just my prayer. What are your thoughts on all this mess?
2: <laughs> well, I think one of the things we're going to have to really do is we're going to have to... Um, redevelop a, a, a set, a skill set that is what I would just call information literacy, yep. right? We're just going to have to start figuring out what are trusted sources, right? Where, where should we look to to find the right videos, the authorized videos, what actually um, people are actually saying in the real world, as opposed to just going on to our, our, our various feeds, whether that's social media or, you know, wherever else we might find it and trusting the information that pulls up. Yep. I think we're going to have to get back to a point where we're looking at authorized providers. And so if someone wants to hear what I have to say or what you have to say, they're looking at our official channels to get that.
1: I, I completely um, agree. And and obviously, this is a no-brainer, but scripture number one, we're going to get to the point obviously. where we have to have, and I even say, get a Bible that's at least 50 years old because Bibles are now being rewritten, verses yeah. are be, being taken out of it, The online, a lot of the online uh, Bible apps have verses that are missing. It's getting to be nuts where because of the ease of technology, a lot of kids don't know that things are being stripped out or even adults are trying to find truth and verses that go with a certain topic or issue in our culture and they can't find it. We're going to be back to talk about living out our faith in this digital age right after this.
4: What if I told you there's a new modern way to invest in physical gold? Legacy Precious Metals is proud to announce a revolutionary new platform that allows you to buy and sell precious metals with a click of a button. Gold gives you security and control over your retirement, and we've put that control directly in your hands. With a few clicks, you can open an account, choose your metals, where to store them, or have them shipped directly to your house. You can fund your account securely online and withdraw your funds at any time. You can now buy and sell precious metals effortlessly no pushy salespeople, no minimums and no hidden fees. You now have the full flexibility over your finances. Our platform allows you to purchase single or multiple products, roll your retirement account into a precious metals IRA or set recurring investments through our Legacy Builder all online. These are volatile economic times. Throughout history, gold has been the answer to rising inflation, a weakening dollar and a hedge against the stock market. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to open your account today. Centuries of security with modern day convenience
3: have you ever wanted to start a charity or ministry launching a nonprofit can be time-consuming expensive and overwhelming if you have a vision and mission but don't know where to start or how to raise donations capstone legacy foundation is your solution their ministry charity project allows you to receive tax-free donations without the expense and hassle of forming your own 501c3 and in less than 48 hours This ministry partnership fund is exactly how Counter Culture Ministries got its start, and we grew quickly. Capstone Legacy Foundation handles all your legal and accounting paperwork, allowing you time to develop the ministry and message God gave you. Call Capstone today at 610-688-8890 or check out capstonelegacy.org for more information and tell them Tina sent you. Partner with Capstone Legacy Foundation to transform our culture for Christ and get your nonprofit started today.
1: The Counterculture Ministries team put our heads together and created the Pop Culture Purge Tour. This event can be a half-a day, full-day, or two-day event loaded with eye-opening, life-changing speakers who have survived or experienced some of the most wild situations in life and are on fire to share their stories. We have people on our speaking team talking about the satanic symbolism sexual abuse, and sex trafficking, the public school pipeline to Planned Parenthood. That one's a showstopper. A gifted singer-songwriter who has a workshop entitled From Me, Me, Me to Christ in Me. A former news anchor reporter talking about mainstream media madness. Another woman who's a mother of nine and business owner talking about the education indoctrination an ex-alcoholic and people pleaser, my dear husband who's talking about identity crisis, a former homosexual now pastor, a pro-life activist giving her abortion reversal success story, and so much more. If you want more info on this life-saving tour, text the word TOUR to the number 55444. Once again, TOUR to the number 55444 to get info on all the different speakers that are available and contact Christy on our team to book an event in your city, town, or backwoods. We've been all over the place, from schools to prisons to cruise ships. Let's do this. Dr. James Spencer, tell me, what does living out our faith in a digital age actually mean?
2: I think part of what it's ultimately going to mean is that we take a step back from the digital world, that we stop privileging efficiency, Mm. and that we start living into the burdens that we ultimately experience together so one of the things that i talk about let's say let's say in the future we have automated cars and so i will no longer have to schlep my kids back and forth to sports practices (laughs) In, in some ways i think you know that suggests that i could be more productive but at the end of the day that efficiency isn't something i particularly want I value the time with my kids in the car. We have really great conversations. We, we rub shoulders together and I'll put up with the traffic and the heat and the, the gas prices and whatever, in order to have those interactions with my kids. And so I think part of what it means to be Christian is to make sure that in the in the thrust toward efficiency, right? Which is really what technology is about. Let's disburden, let's, let's get rid of some of the burdens that we don't want to deal with. But that as we move toward efficiency, we're not also giving up those sort of burdensome moments where we're rubbing shoulders with each other that really make us better human beings, that really help shape us into the image of Christ. We've got to make sure that we do that. And so for Christians, absolutely don't just think in terms of efficiency. Think about how is it that these activities I'm engaged in are going to conform me more closely to the image of Christ. Or pull, Gotta do me away, that.
1: or pull me away. You are absolutely hands down saying this perfectly, perfectly with what can happen with technology and the ease of what we're doing or not right. doing. What are we missing out on? And the burdens are so important because it does draw us closer to the Lord and gives us clarity and more appreciation for what we do have. Yeah. Wow. And be able to relate to other people going through a burden that we have lived through. It, You rock. Right. Okay. So a spin-off of that, is yeah. does AI represent progress?
2: Hmm. Uh, progress is always a relative term to me, and so uh, you know progress toward what? <laughs> and so what I would say is AI does does represent progress if what if by progress we mean that we are able to process information more quickly that we're able to get more data more quickly that we're able to uh, synthesize different ideas together i think it will ultimately yield um, greater intelligence in that sense Mm -hmm. do i actually think it's progress overall i think that remains to be seen to me what i would say is progress is always defined as conformity to the image of christ If we are not being brought more closely into conformity to Christ, we are not making progress. (laughs) And so can AI help us do that? Probably. Will it help us do that? I doubt it.
1: Absolutely. I'm going to wrap my brain around what you just said during this second commercial break. When we come back, more info and how we can dig in deep to stay safe in this world of technology right after this.
0: The public education system is a burning building, but our children don't have to be trapped in the flames of anti-God, anti-American, and anti-freedom agendas. Rescue your children today. My Father's World can help. With a Bible-centered, complete curriculum for preschool through high school, My Father's World returns the focus to God, family, community, and patriotism. Join the nearly 250,000 families who have already escaped public education through homeschooling. My Father's World can also help you bring real education reform to your community with a micro school or Christian school. Visit mfwbooks.com slash fortina or scan the QR code for more information and get your special offer. That's mfwbooks.com forward slash the number four, Tina. For homeschool, microschool, and preschool, My Father's World is your solution.
3: My name is Glenn Story, I'm the Founder and CEO of Patriot Mobile. And then we have four principles. First Amendment, Second Amendment, Right to Life, Military and First Responders.
4: My name's Scott, I'm with Patriot Mobile. What is going on with all the woke companies in this country? It
2: seems like everybody has completely lost their minds, right? no more. This is called voting with our dollars. We need to start prioritizing our beliefs and our values
4: over convenience and comfort. And this is why companies like Patriot Mobile are so
2: important right now.
3: If you have a place to go put your money, you always want to put it with somebody that's like mine. Of course. I think that's the the beauty of Patriot Mobile. We're a conservative alternative.
5: My pronouns are Bible Believer, Gun Carrier, and Mama Bear. We are the nation's only Christian
1: conservative wireless provider. Dr. James, how could the use of AI negatively impact our human brain?
2: Hmm. There's a lot of different ways that this could happen, and there's not a lot of evidence right now that it is happening. But um, what I'll say is based on what we've seen from results, you know, decades worth of research on social media, for instance we are seeing that that social media has specific impacts on the way our brains function. And that isn't just limited to mental health, like depression or anxiety and those kind of things. It's actually related to the way that our brains wire up. So if we think about it, we're not born reading, right? We're not born reading books. We have to actually learn to read a book. Well, when we learn, it's no different than developing muscles, right? we're working at something and those, those particular uh, pathways are actually formed and constructed in the brain as we do that. And so the opposite can obviously happen. If we grow up just listening or watching or reading on screen or what have you, or interacting with AI and letting it give us all the answers, our brains will not necessarily develop in the same way that they have in previous eras. That's so true. And so I think in addition to some of the, the mental like sort of mental health issues that we think of as traditional mental health issues like depression, anxiety, and those kind of things. Um, I think that this, that AI has the potential to cultivate more phobias. Um, again, going back to some of the deep fakes and some of those kind of things, if we're concerned now about fake news and about, you know, uh, paranoia about what information we should or shouldn't believe, I think this only ramps that up. And so, uh, None of that is specific, you know, there hasn't been any research done on how AI really affects our brains right now, but we'd be fools not to think that it's going to.
1: You came out with a book, Christian Resistance, Learning to Defy the World and Follow Jesus. That's like a no-brainer. Tell us what's in this phenomenal read of yours.
2: So what I tried to do was to do different topics and chapters that I really felt like Christians needed to understand in a digital age. Yes. Um, A lot of it's inspired by what Jesus did with his disciples in Matthew 6. So he goes through and he says, don't give like this, don't pray like this, don't fast like this. Instead, give like this, pray like this, and fast like this. And so he's looking out at the world and watching how other people are doing things and telling his disciples, don't pattern your life after these folks, do it this way.
1: Also, you have MoodyCenter.org. You have a Moody Center's 20 questions guide to AI.
2: People can go uh, straight to MoodyCenter.org and it's linked on our front page. All they have to do is put in their email and then they can download or they can go to MoodyCenter.org. I believe it's Christians and AI and, uh, and they can link direct to the page.
1: You, you rock. Keep at it, buddy. I'll be uh, jumping on board here with you again soon on another wild topic, but I got a lot to chew on after what you just told me.
2: Thanks for having me back. It's great to be here.
1: You got it.
0: Thanks for joining us for the Counter Culture Mom Show with your host, Tina Griffin. For over two decades, Tina has traveled the globe exposing how pop culture is glamorizing harmful behaviors without showing the consequences and how these messages are wreaking havoc on today's youth. Through radio, TV, podcasts, and our app, Counterculture Ministries is reaching millions every week with a biblically based message for hope for today's teens and their parents. But we can't do that without your faithful prayer and financial investment. If you appreciate the ministry of Tina and Counterculture Ministries, would you prayerfully consider a generous gift right now? We have a donor matching dollar for dollar. You can give securely online by visiting counterculturemom.com or by texting the word DONATE to the number 55444. That's counterculturemom.com or text the word DONATE to the number 55444. Every dollar is doubled.